Hey, welcome to my podcast. The title of this podcast is Joyful, a raw, a raw journal of the mindful revolution. And that is exciting and fulfilling to me to continue this thing. I swear I've been doing it for, um, man, I guess over two months now. And it doesn't look like, like a terribly large number of podcast episodes when you scroll down through. But um, trying to offer something and take time out of like a really, you know, busy period of time for me in transition of, of moving to another place. And I will fill you in on, on some of those things if you happen to know what, what I've talked about in the last episode, what this whole thing has kind of been building to is me and my, uh, my son Jack, who's just over a year and a half old uh we are about to embark on a mission out of here to a new life a mission out of los angeles um on a sabbatical time frame to visit friends family and and some various people along the way to our final destination which the cool thing about that final destination and not everybody has the luxury of of having this feeling that that we have that i have right now and i'm thankful for it you know all the things that the the challenging, uh, the demanding uh, things that have brought me to where I am, I'm so thankful for the feeling I have of like, yeah, I, I think I know where we're going to end up, but I'm going to be open-hearted and open-minded to uh, possibly change that. And wow, that's that's a cool place to be. If you ever want to have that in your life, uh, I suggest you know looking into it looking into what it would take and the cool thing is that you don't have to usually grow a whole lot as far as like make more money or buy like acquire new things very much a lot of times it's a downsizing and you can just say you know what i'm gonna start downsizing i'm gonna start like for from the example of me which is kind of the only only example i know um is been selling everything that I could there's some a lot of things like people don't want to buy and you don't want to just I had to like a time frame I had to get everything gone so I sold things for quite quite little um a tv for like 20 dollars a 47 inch uh high definition tv for 20 bucks hey take another 10 dollars I'll give you my apple tv so did that this is like I think there's this uh this Russian guy and his young kid of 19 came over and bought a lot of stuff when I when I really hacked the prices down last this past Monday. That was fun. That was a fun day to see the last like big amount of things go flying out the door to various people. Very cool. Very cool. So that's some of the things that are happening, but I should go into the trip itself. I ha- I can't remember when I decided this, but I, I thought of doing a not just seeing family type of trip but trying to see if I could connect with people who who kind of dig my vibe or or the positive uh, energy that I'm 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 trying to embrace and they they might be doing the same thing and I'm trying to use social media to connect with people along the way and say hey I'm going to be coming through um, would you a either host us for the evening so we can save money on hotel fees, motel, hotel, 
Or if it's one of the places I'll be in anyway, you know, would you get a coffee? And therefore you will go from like, I follow you and you follow me on our Instagram and we, we don't know each other to we've met, we've had a conversation, we've shared. And now hopefully we have a cool picture of each other, of the same exact picture on each of our Instagrams. <laughs> if you like Instagram, you might be, um, you might be into that. Like, hey, this pic, the same picture, cool. Let's both, both put it on there. Um, and you can be friends with people for a long time. You know, I, I always value those when I hear people um, say like, well, I met this person uh, at the airport 16 years <laughs> ago and we chatted and we've been friends ever since because they must have had, dang, that's, you want conversations like that, right? And friends like that. And, you know, I, I really think that so many people have that in us that we do just want to be friends and have a good time you know if you if you're uh in the if you're in the mood where you're happy then laugh and if you're not then uh share some you know share some misery or something and hopefully that'll turn into a laugh because darn it it's all shared i mean it's all shared we're all part of this 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 one process called uh called life as we know it and the energy that is life so that's that's the exciting thing. Did I did I like say that accurately enough so you understand? I'm trying to go across the country and with a kind of a general route and have the the plot points along that dictated by who says, "Dude, come over here and chill and and hang out. Um, we have enough room for you." And people don't need like like a whole you know guest house or guest room even. I, I'm fully expecting to haul my air mattress in and stay in the living room and haul Jack's like little portable crib in and, and we'll stay in the same little space together. That's, that's totally fine. Cause we're talking like a short amount of time anyway, but it's, you know, the, the evening time, evening conversation at, at like my own place. If you came in and we're going to crash on, on my living room, we'd, I'm sure we'd have a cup of tea or coffee or uh, whiskey and we'd have a good conversation and, uh, and we'd try anyway. I sure as hell would. You got a guitar? Get it out. Play it for me. Something like that. It could be fun. Show me your dog. <laughs> so some people uh, have announced or have re replied to my advertisement, I guess. <laughs> advertisement. Advertisement. My announcement that that's what I'm doing. And they've said, yeah, come on over here. And so, like, I won't be able to go to a lot of them obviously but that's what I wanted I just wanted to reach out and say let me know and if you are too far away or if the timing won't work out fine but dang that feels good that so many people have said like I live here um come on over here or you know and if you're suspicious too uh darn right you should be <laughs> you can't just be like hey this is my address to somebody uh who you don't know so there will be a phone call and a vetting process. You have to definitely talk to me before uh, we hang out and, uh, you know, give me a call or we'll, we'll exchange numbers and we'll talk and uh, make sure that it's cool. And I will be phoning the local police before I roll in just to let them know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's just a thought I had. Isn't it crazy how paranoid uh, we get? I mean, it's rightfully so, but th those deep-seated uh, concerns we have, if they 
they do guide like even the smallest interactions, you know, from like, I, sometimes you go around, uh, if you're in a good mood and you say like, Hey to somebody and somebody doesn't say, Hey back, you know, and, or sometimes people do that to you and then you miss it and you're like, dang, I was paranoid. That person didn't like me. So, uh, I, I looked at the ground or something and I've, I've been there. I'm not always a happy go lucky guy smiling and you know, I have been lately. I've been pretty damn happy because, like I said, almost two weeks ago now it was the last time that I worked at my job, and it's been a, a such a freeing process. Yeah, not everybody can quit their job, and I rarely I haven't quit a job in a long time. But I am taking a I'm leaving one career to find what the next career is going to be, and that's that's had such an awesome effect on my mindset. And that's been like, while doing like tons and tons of stuff that, I, that I've had to do, I probably sound all weird and echoey on this one. And I was, I, I didn't want to undermine, I don't know, the, <laughs> the quality of my podcast, which is uh, probably in the lower percentile, percentile as far as like how much camera or camera microphone gear I have and how much, um, technical savvy this thing is produced with but uh, I didn't want that echo so I thought maybe I shouldn't do it until I can get back to like a little sound booth type of feel but you know I'm still doing it I just wanted to uh, to do that's the first component that I usually give um, I usually do the introduction to the podcast somewhere around 20 minutes in to one minute out <laughs> uh, I'm gonna work on that I'm gonna work, work on uh, the intro being somewhere near the beginning but i usually try to offer three components if i'm if i don't have a co-host and that is the personal experience like the process of, of what i'm focused on like if maybe if i get a new job or something i'll have to you know I'll share that and how that's going but right now it is the preparation for and very soon the move and the road trip a second component of that is something technical that I'm uh, working on in my in my mindfulness practice and in my meditative practice and in my spiritual healing, spiritual... I, I really do feel healed in a lot of ways. I feel very, very good. So I guess you could say spiritual strengthening. You can always get better and you can make sure that I mean, the ultimate spirit is is sharing, right? So if you, I, I need to get to a place where it's more easy easy for me to share that that joy and that spirit. So if I'm feeling good and happy and everything, but I don't understand it to the to the higher level, that's I think that's why the study, that's why the the everyday practice, so that you can actually start to affect the the whole world. <laughs> you don't have to affect the whole world, but the world around you. Uh, the, the the conversations you have, the way that you, you, your perspective on your day and, and things like that. And that's what I want to have. So spiritual strengthening, spiritual enhancement, development, spiritualness, um, spirituality. So the, the chakras that I've been trying to, to go through and share as I, as I learned based on this one book by Broderick S. Johnson called Understanding Chakras. I had gone through the first one, the root chakra, 
or Muladhara, the second one called the sacral chakra or Svadasana, the third one, which is the solar plexus chakra. Um, what's the name of that one? That is the, the, the Manipura. Um, and talking about what the sounds were, right? I don't know if you you got that, but from like the the opening like little beat I was doing, I was trying to I was trying to deliver the sounds and latch on to them each of the first three chakras because I haven't gotten to the fourth yet. Uh, ooh, that's the first two, the uh and the ooh. So little exercises like that, and it's not just sounds. If sound is not your um, thing that's gonna make it resonate with you, it could be the color. And one of the little technical things I was doing on my Instagram, trying like focus on that, the Manipura color is yellow. So I tried to like go around through, it was pretty much just, just like one day or two days, I was trying to just snap pictures of everything that I could see that would be like a yellow image on that part of you know, the Instagram page. It's so funny talking about like mindfulness and spirituality and then I've said Instagram like 17 times already. But as like just a, as a method, just like a paper is, you know, that that platform can be, you know, a, a visual documentation of of what you're going through or what you're, you're focused on, what you're presenting. Um, and my little thing was, I said, you know what, I'm gonna have like five straight posts that feature this color yellow. So I'm gonna go on this hike with Jack and I'm gonna look for like yellow flowers, yellow leaves, yellow blossoms, a uh, girl with a yellow shirt on, you know, things yellow. Try not to be like um, anything industrial looking, like, you know, um, yellow or, or anything that you know there's gonna be yellow, like going to the grocery store and take pictures of bananas. If it was bananas on a tree, I think for some reason that'd be cool, but you can't just like go to where you know there's yellow. You just gotta be like, um, yeah, don't do the thing wrong now. Um, <laughs> don't do the thing wrong. But if you went to my Instagram, you'd probably see me saying something ridiculous about yellow for, for five straight times. Um, so now that was the third chakra, that yellow color. And I didn't, I hadn't thought of that for the first two, which were red uh, for the, the root chakra and orange for the sacral chakra um but maybe i will for the next one and you'd be might be surprised so let me go into what i am discovering about the oh yes the fourth chakra 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 the fourth chakra here's what it says in the old book and I don't think that this person would sue me for reading their book or if that's a thing at all. I, I think they would probably be uh, 
like cool that he's advertising my book it's a it's a nice small little book you can get on ebay for really cheap um or amazon one of those so i will go into the fourth chakra it is the heart chakra all right so we've gone up from the base of the spine to like around the pelvis to the solar plexus now we're up a little higher to the heart now it goes to the location it's in the heart area right in the middle of the chest now there are glands involved here with the heart chakra or the anahata and it is the thymus which is important to the immune system and particularly in children the anahata relates to the heart circulatory system the breasts to the lungs ribs arms and hands health problems like heart trouble lung infections and breast cancer can be the outward signs of an imbalanced energy flow through this powerful center hmm. I, I never want to say like your chakra is imbalanced so you know you got some kind of cancer and i don't think that this guy would say that either um but it is saying that it, it definitely wouldn't help wouldn't hurt in those areas to, to follow along these in your life and and he act, they like people who wrote those ancient texts, the Vedas, and who carried on those traditions from, um, you know, over three thousand years ago. They did believe that if you said, "Oh, you can't say I got cancer because I, I didn't focus on my chakras," well, that's fully what they they were studying, and so don't discredit what they thought, and, and they shouldn't discredit like definitely traditional medicine, you know. Um, both of these things can lead to more health, hand in hand. Um, so that's the physical aspects. Emotional aspects. The heart is really the seat of emotion. Our loves, hates, all our feelings revolve around this area, figuratively speaking, but in some ways, literally, too. How we manage our emotional power comes from the balance and the openness in the Anahata Chakra. A warm, loyal heart a willingness to forgive, compassion, hope, and trust are all part of it. When our hearts are closed, when we feel bitter, angry, resentful, and sour, these are signs of trouble. See, our emotions are the energy, the power that we use to turn thoughts into actions. Wow. And when they are confused and blocked, sickness is sure to follow. Depression is a sign that the vital, natural energies of the lower chakras are not flowing smoothly into and out of the heart center. The mental aspect of this, now that was the emotional aspect of how, how, how our emotions are what, when we have a thought, our emotions kind of dictate what we do with that thought. And this goes into the mental aspect. And Broderick uh, Johnson says, we live in an, in an age and in a society that favors the mind over, over the emotions. It's an inform, information age, not an intuition age. <laughs> Parentheses, uh, that's what I, I think and a lot of people really do think is that we are shifting towards that uh, intuition age, which also requires a lot of information, which is why it's, it's like so perfect that it's happening right now end parentheses but that has left us feeling a little disconnected we're a little unfeeling to be honest 
In business, the person who sets the emotions aside and makes cold, calculated decisions will fare better than the one who follows the heart. It's a cold world made for cold people. At least it can seem that way at times. But the real power in our lives comes from the heart, not the mind. Jealousy, greed, covetousness might drive the business world, but compassion and love is what keeps it from going completely mad. <laughs> right. Right. It's like this. Yeah, it can't be like love. That's the thing is I think in a completely like if love were allowed to run amok and and be the ideal, like the like there's everything would be fine. You know, it would be like people giving each other bread, like take this bread. No, I, you want it, you need it more than me. That would be like amplified across the entire globe and every, everybody be okay. But business allowed to go to the ideal extreme it leaves us all pretty much dead with, with that, within like a day. Um, I've always thought that, that uh, one of them allows people to exist in its ideal form, extremed, and the other, you know, uh, the opposite of that, like the business uh, side, the self-preservation side, it doesn't allow life. Um, so that, that made me laugh because he said, I'll read it again. Jealousy, greed, covetousness might drive the business world, but compassion and love is what keeps it from going completely mad. When our minds and hearts work in harmony, there is great power in our speech, actions, and deeds. When we have developed integrity, honesty, and heart, we can live a life of joy and fulfillment. Whatever feats the mind may achieve off on its own are meaningless without love. That's, that's just a nice little section right there. A reminder. So this next section is the description. The heart chakra is the most powerful of all chakras. It is the seat of our emotion. Without emotional impetus, without a reason to do something, very little would ever get done. All the world's religions advise us to guard our hearts because when we're not balanced in this area, our lives quickly spin out of control. When jealousy, greed, fear, or anger take root, our actions and our thoughts become clouded by a kind of mist. When we have no compassion, we destroy, consume, and misuse the resources of the planet and harm the people around us. Besides that, our lives become cold and empty. There is no more room for fulfillment. There is no more room for fulfillment and simple, uncomplicated joy. Hmm. We have no compassion. We can destroy and consume and misuse the resources. Right. Um, our intellect and mental abilities open the doors for us, it's true, but without a reason, a motivation, or a drive which comes from the heart, we can never go through those doors. Damn, that makes me think about myself. The Anahata Chakra makes us complete and whole. It brings meaning to life and joy. Joy! It gives a sense of rightness to getting up in the morning, to going to work, and to coming home to be with the family. When it is blocked and congested, things do not flow smoothly. We are meant to generate love, to radiate it into the world around us. Too many people go about life waiting for someone else to love them, to recognize their inner beauty, and to care for them. 
That's natural, of course, but the secret to opening and balancing this chakra is to realize that you have to take the initiative. You have to become a generator of love, not a receiver only. Man, a balancing and healing technique. So this is uh, almost the end. Those are the sections. Um, like the mental aspect, the description. Now here's a balancing and healing technique. Meditating on the heart chakra can be supremely uplifting. It can be an uplifting experience. When your mind is quiet and the life energy accumulates in the heart, you may experience the physical sensation of warmth, an opening somewhere inside. Now, these questions, these kinds of questions can guide you. I love the way that this author puts after a little description, a little uh, intro, then here's these questions for like a meditation, whether it is you go through uh, on your morning walk, meditating, whether you're going to do some yoga um, or sit there and do a guided meditation. And when you, you know, open your eyes or, or keep them closed longer, ask these questions specifically related to this chakra, the Anahata, the heart chakra. Here they are. Is my heart open? Okay. Is my heart open? Just ask yourself that. I was letting you answer if you want to. What is love? What do I love? Who do I love? That's another question. There's another line of questions, really. And that's good to focus on and, and write out. I, I don't do it enough, but I remember a couple weeks back, I just, I thought, damn, why did you love people so much? And, and to, to take t a little time and write out what you love about them, that can be pretty cool. And try not to like make anything up too. Like just try to look at, I, I write like these little emails to myself uh, about my son, Jack. And I should expand that to, to other people in my life too. And maybe we all should uh, when we when we have time. <laughs> that should be like what time is for. Things like that, right? When we oh, when I have time, I do that. Oh my gosh, we, you know, if you're not watching the basketball game or something. Oh geez. Um, and yeah, like write yourself an email if you're not going to write them because it might make you appreciate. It might make that heart uh, chakra open up. It sure does when I focus on that. Uh, that's a good practice. Man, getting into these and revisiting these is, is pretty good and, and strong, I think. Um, do I love myself is a, is a good question. Do I love myself? Um, I, I have heard how to do this in, in a few different ways. And darn, this is important. Do I love myself? I love myself. Um, yes, yes, that should be like a, na a natural thing that you do, but so many times we forget that we do that. Maybe because we haven't done those letters to ourselves, like we think about other people, or we think we need other people so much, we just think about like pleasing them, but look at what you do, look at the things you handle, look at the, the grace you do it with, the the different balls you keep in the air because of of the love in your heart and and 
give yourself some credit and don't blame yourself for anything. Um, some people would say you should nitpick yourself a little bit and improve, but but really highlight some of those things that you're that you are uh, responsible for that you do out of love and and everybody has qualities that are so lovable, so lovable. And sometimes you don't express what those are to other people enough because of of blockages of the other chakras, you know? Um, and this is saying that you are kind of responsible for doing that. You Like, there's some things that are intimate to you that you have to share with the world and other people more, you know, if you don't feel like, like it's shared enough. I don't know how that was related to do I love myself, but um, yeah, focus on that, you know, the mirror work that I've mentioned before. I heard a guy on a podcast yesterday on the Greatness, School of Greatness podcast. One of his guests said that he locks or has locked himself in front of the mirror for an hour at times and said, I'm, <laughs> I'm not letting myself out of here. I have not tried that. I just heard about this yesterday, but that some people don't need this at all. Now, some people are like, dang, like, you know, you want to get to that, that level about yourself of, of some of those people that are great models for that. Um, but man, an hour locked yourself in front of the mirror. Uh, that's one, one, uh, tool, you know, great tool. I'm going to try that someday. Someday soon. Um, the fourth question is, how am I investing my emotional power? Huh. How am I investing my emotional power? Maybe you have an answer for that one. I, I don't really have an answer for that one right now. How am I investing my emotional power? I, I guess it's the sharing of, of what I, kind of what I'm doing and and energy into doing it better, I guess. Um, that feels pretty good. That feels good. It actually makes me like myself a little more that I'm not so focused on like the uh, the things I was coveting and the the competitiveness of my former like passion pursuit of getting parts as an actor and showing that I was, you know, professional and and. Uh, you know, someday every, you know, someday wanted to have just like that achievement of success. Like just, that was like all I was striving for. Um, it, when, when, a second ago when he wrote that uh, the Anahata Chakra makes us complete and whole, it brings meaning, life and joy, it gives a sense of rightness to getting up in the morning. <sighs> yeah, and going to work. Um, Man, that's needed, right? Because if you if you don't have that, <laughs> like I was able to do a job when I had this this different uh, love family dynamic in my life, it really and like this other passion pursuit in my life, really it made getting up and going to work like a thing that I could do. Then then like it's, things changed, and I said no, I I can't go to work like that anymore, even though. My love for the people in my life and and Jack has not changed 
at all and only grown through my, I guess, my spotlighting of, of just hopefully the better things in life. It feels so much better, so much better to not run past the, um, the Kodak Theater every single morning thinking, someday, someday, Kodak Theater, red carpet. Ah, oh, that really fueled me, and that is, that's a love that's not coming from the love chakra, I think. If you care a lot about, you know, your shoes, which there are a pair of shoes I want, but they're a pretty practical pair of shoes right now. And uh, I've actually reached out to this company to say, hey, give me a pair of these shoes and I'll announce what the name of your company is on my podcast. They haven't uh, responded, except actually to give me a little heart emoji. So they gave me love, um, but I was seeking out a sponsor by saying, give me a pair of shoes. Um, that's one of the tangents you can expect on my podcast, which is called A Raw Journal of the... Rev- the um, what's it even called again? A Raw Journal of the Mindful Revolution. Uh, it's my documentation of this awesome thing that is a shift when people can have conversations about this kind of thing and it's not all about uh, business and shoes and travel destinations and how how awesome the things you can consume are, but how to be whole in a way that uh, manifests more joy on our plane of existence collectively. The Raw Journal of the Mindful Revolution by Ethan Edward Sherritt. That's me, um, and that's the intro. <laughs> um, Jack is waking up from his nap probably been too loud um so here's the the closing of the the fourth chakra chapter after all those how am i investing my emotional power visualize the life energy flowing up into this center from below and simultaneously flowing down from the top of your head feel it radiate down to the palms of your hands and all around you smile inwardly at yourself forgive yourself let go and set the joy free. Let it beam out of you. Let it beam out of you. Imagine the heart chakra as a natural green power, healing and balancing your emotions. Let it beam out of you. It's like a lotus unfolding with many petals, radiating energy all over. Now the color of this chakra is green. I was surprised to, to see that, but it, ma- it does make sense. Green, because from love, all things grow, right? Fresh, green, love is life. The musical note is F, and the vowel for this one is ah, ah, ah. People that have studied like the religious implications of that vowel sound ah will be will really like to hear this. That uh, ah is the sound of love itself. Like when whether it's the word for uh, mom or mother or father, madre, uh, mama, the the things that we love dearly in life 
a lot of different religious figures from um, Allah to Yahweh to, I don't know, the other ones that have Ah in there, <laughs> Abba, the, the musical group Abba. Um, it's the sound of love, Ah, Ah. Um, so that's the end of the, the chapter of this book, anyway, on the fourth chakra, the heart chakra, or Anahata chakra. And we should definitely revisit that in like from another author and see the different angles that they 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 bring to it. But awesome, very cool, and I guess I will be focusing more on that, doing some of those tools that I just uh, was talking about, trying to do those like pony up and actually do them myself to experience the, the benefit and the and the, um, the value in that. So that's what is going on with my road trip and life and the technique of the chakra study that I'm going on. The third thing that I'm going to uh, go into is usually something from the news or some kind of event that I want to share to um, to bring to light how this is true. I'm not just making this up a revolution of mindfulness that's changing the world and is going to make everything better. Um, not perfect, but darn, it feels does feel perfect when things are getting better. Um, this article that I found was from the end of May in Time Magazine. Some of you probably read this, and it is um, hell. I can't find it, but you know what? I remember some of it, and it was how we ruined mindfulness. I believe it was called how we ruined mindfulness. And it, it was cool because it definitely another one of these articles that is coming out left and right. And I think they actually used the phrase mindful revolution. We're in the middle of a mindful revolution. How awesome is that? Awesome, right? I don't think I read that before I, before I decided to like just latch onto that as like a name for this podcast. Um, but you know, I want that's what I'm dedicated to documenting is that that mindful revolution. So this author in Time Magazine uh, was saying that we are ruining the mindful philosophies by having it be so much about business pursuits and and uh, streamlining like successes that we make materialistically and how much immediately did you just think of like a bunch of people on your social media feed that are like i will i can you know seize the day and i will accomplish anything today you know i'm going to get 10 sales today because no one can stop me i am going to be like the number one blah 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 in my region because you know i have a mindful attitude about my all of my work, you know, and it was kind of going into how some monks of of the Buddhist type of mindfulness are saying that we have mindful practices or mindful like 
even positions at some companies now, and even mindful training towards, uh, he said snipers. You can have a, a serial killer and a sniper who, who are both like, I think he said serial killer, a psychopath maybe, who's mind training and mindfulness, and he's just dedicated on his goals, and a sniper whose entire profession is about like killing people for good or bad, but that can they can use mindfulness like as a uh, as a tool just to accomplish uh, an end. And so this article was kind of about that that conflict there when we do have a boom of people embracing meditation at work in the military or you know any any like mindfulness meditation meets the competitive uh kick-ass world that we live in and i think that that's something that's really important to consider and i've, I've definitely considered it too because it does seem like there's a lot of i mean i was doing that same thing for for years ending with you know a, a life change that from like three or four months ago that I said I'm not going to pursue this acting career anymore because the damn thing never took off despite all of my and you know in this book the, sh the chakra the fourth chakra he said your intellect and your mind will get you to the door didn't he and it got me to the door to be so focused and and meditate on my success and meditate on how I could uh, get, you know, physically right and dedicated every single day um, to not stop working towards this one goal. But the heart, if you're not, if it's not for the heart chakra, if it was all for the mind, you know, who knows, maybe that's why I didn't get through that, quote, door, but I got to the door, you know, and I was really proud of, of the doors that I got to. I got, in the past couple of years, I had got, I auditioned for parts that I would have never dreamed of. So I, one of the jokes that I like to tell people is like, or I did towards the end is, I'm so lucky I got that I didn't get that job, you know, because I never would have had a chance to not get that job five years ago. Um, but that's just an example of how you can get so focused on a goal and use meditation and mindful practices in a goal that, that doesn't, that remains unanalyzed itself. And I think that the term in this article that they use, and it's probably a, a well-known and well-used phrase is meditation-based stress reduction, MBSR. And they really, really uh, accurately put, really well put, they said this is um, Buddhist-free. It's like Buddhist meditation without Buddhism. And so that's why the monk kind of had a problem with it. He kind of sees that there's almost like a bastardization of some of the things that he would be excited about and that I still am very excited about because that is only like kind of the first, with me, 
that was like the first phase of how can you have your thoughts and your feelings out out in front of you and be separate from them a little bit and and dictate where they go based on what you want well that was kind of an intro for me it kind of made me open and receptive to go further with it so that just that's probably just phase one culturally for us is those annoying <laughs> like things that we do and I don't want to say that you're annoying if you do this because you're a positive go-getter uh, who posts you know motivation like um man I have some friends that do that and I always click like and I always like them like wow that's a cool way to look at and how badass I'm going to be today and I'm going to get everything done on my list and with a smile even you know um so those things are good but you know that fourth heart chakra man it's so i would say that's a real synchronicity of that was i read that article about like the difference between um meditation with and without like buddhist like ethics basically and those could be christian ethics more it's morals like meditative mindfulness without the ethical value or with a manipulated ethical value that is narrow and doesn't like encompass all of our the things that we are are ethical here in the Judeo-Christian whatever values structure that says value other people and have empathy. It basically is a meditate medit to me. It's kind of a meditation on apathy, right? Because you it's like a laser focus on yourself and and your own family too. Um, that's another interesting aspect of yourself is sometimes like if I'm taking care of my family by doing really well in a job that is this isn't I don't think it's good for my neighborhood or my society or my country or my you know or the planet then it's still selfish you do have to take care of your family but you know I think that all things considered, you might want to work for something that feels good in every capacity, you know? And there are some companies like that that really put, especially nowadays, there's, there's some brilliant companies that are, are really being rounded and, and putting ethics and morals, at the, if not at the forefront, definitely as a value um, that's up there with their, with their profit margin you know they, they recruit for it they even train their employees for it and so that is that's the synchronicity is that article was really about mindfulness without ethics and the fourth chakra is about the ethics of the heart and meditating upon that so boom i think that's it um thank you for listening to the joyful podcast. My name is Ethan Edward Sherritt, and I, I hope to have an interview for you pretty soon. All of my interviews have been really different and really cool, um, and I thank all those people again. And please, listen to all of them. You know, make a comment, uh, follow those people, some of them, like Erica, the one I talked to most recently, you know, follow the, the music that she mentioned, and you know, follow Ronnie, who I talked to before that, and Brian Martinez. I put on his phot photographs, and and uh, a boss. Uh, he doesn't have a web. Don't follow him or anything. <laughs> I love you, man. Um, and Brian, thank you so much for listening, Brian. <laughs>